discount code FRUITS. Working to clear a couple of wrecks. 53 in Shady Grove reported as an injury time. And Highway 20 in Decatur at Iverson had a big truck involved, also reported with injuries. Both of those should be getting close to being ready to move. If you're injured in a car accident, send your Timberlake and Lake can help. 536-0770 or law-injury.com. Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center for WTKI Talk. My caretaker was very rough with me. I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, the Department of Justice, ADECA Grant Number 18-VA-VS-050, the ABA, and this station. Mrs. Holland thought it would be a good way to get him out of the house. You hear that? Ain't nothing sadder than an outdoor cat thinks he's an indoor cat. Well, look at here. Red Holland on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM. WTKI Talk. Boy, I just can't stand this sunny today, 81. Oh, it just gets better. We'll get a little rain chance in the middle, and then the weekend is gorgeous again. Uh, Peggy Little is a senior litigation counsel at New Civil, Civil Liberties Alliance. I'm going to have trouble saying that today, Peggy. Uh, I'm not sure why. <laughs> Probably because I'm on fumes. I was I was at the tight I was at the Titans Bills game last night and it's a two hour drive home so it was a little tough. Uh, anyway, um, I want to I want to do a shout out to you. You 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 are the guys and gals who do now the heavy lifting and take on the cases the ACLU used to, and love the new relationship and and we were thinking. Who best could tell us how how Judge uh, Amy, Co- Amy Co- Coney Barrett is doing? Uh, to me, it looks like she's pretty impressive. From your standpoint as a litigator and somebody who you know has been around the block a few times on this stuff, how is she doing? She's holding up very well. Uh, she is uh, very composed. She has obviously the temperament uh, that one would want to see in a judge which is that she doesn't easily get rattled and um, is thoughtful um, in her responses, even when um, some rather long and irrelevant uh, questioning might be going on. So I think uh, she's doing quite well in this process. Um, and I, I don't predict that there will be a problem um, well, unless they unless they, unless they just, you know, walk out or something, they, they'll just declare quorum and do it anyway. Um, look, I, 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 I'm, I'm sitting here in amazement. And I look, I, I wouldn't know a law book if I tripped over one. And I, I've seen them, and they're rather large, and I could hurt myself. But uh, just what Senator Cornyn did yesterday, that sometimes less is more, right? Would you hold up your notes? <laughs> And then, of course, there have been all these memes circulating ever since, even one about, you know, somebody put in the, you know, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. But she's doing this. She's doing case law out of her head. I'm thinking, holy crap. (laughs) Right. Well, I'm not surprised. Um, And. I think that's good in that she's not being distracted by consulting notes or looking as if she's working from a script. Uh, one of the talents any lawyer 
needs to have, and certainly a judge um, who will be practicing uh, or judging at her level, is is a, the ability to read multitude of material, retain, assess, and analyze it. Um, so um, she has that skill, obviously, and I think it's best for her to be concentrating on the questions and not working from those. That's, that shows she's a pro. You know, the, the thing that, but the, there are two things that bother me from this. The line of questioning from some on the committee, uh, it's either one of two things. They know better, and this is all grandstanding, and or, or the bar is really that low, and half of the people in that Senate chamber who have been serving elected office could never make it on the outside, and that's frightening to me. Yes, well, I, this is political theater, um, and that is something that goes back as far as the Judge Bork um, uh, confirmation. Well, not confirmation, unfortunately, but um, should have been here. <laughs> should have been. Yes. Yeah. And I, I knew Judge Bork, and, and I think it was a terrible loss to the country that he, um, you know, went through what he did. But what we're seeing, uh, and it, it's very obvious to an intelligent observer, we're seeing political theater. So, you know, people will bring up. Um, uh, you know, a lot of examples of people who have benefited from the uh, Obamacare insurance as if um, Judge uh, uh, Barrett is, doesn't care about them, and which is um, preposterous in, in the first place. And sec in the second place, everybody knows that the ACA in its current posture um, is not going to be um, – held unconstitutional uh that that went through two rounds already in this third round there's an issue of statutory interpretation and potential severability but that's not going to take away people's health insurance and so what we are seeing is and, and the same holds true for roe v wade um you know as as disliked as that opinion is and it's it's not going anywhere and even if it would go anywhere there, the laws uh, providing for abortions would be still readily available. So it's theater. It's trying yeah. to stir up the base, get them concerned. I saw several senators who seemed almost in a state of semi-hysteria and, you know, asking the judge to show empathy towards their constituents who they've whipped into a state of hysteria on things that are not at issue. And so it's... Um, it's a little disturbing to watch, uh, but Judge Barrett's composure, her uh, command of uh, uh, materials, uh, her command of the law uh, is, is very impressive, and I do predict that she would be confirmed. Hey, I want to dig a little deeper on this. Can you hang for another segment? Sure, of course. Peggy Little, uh, Senior Litigation Counsel at the New Civil Liberties Alliance and our new friends who are doing some great work, by the way, because Congress has screwed up and given all these federal agencies carte blanche, and uh, it's it's got negative effects, and these guys are digging into that. Uh, handling a number of cases, and we've talked about those the last couple of uh, months, I think, and we'll probably do some more. More with Peggy Little just ahead.
listening to the Fred Holland Morning Show on 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. With the Bloomberg Business of Sports Report, I'm Michael Barr. NFL coaches learned the hard way to follow the face mask rules or get a hefty fine. Las Vegas Raiders' John Gruden was one of five NFL head coaches fined $100,000 last month for failing to abide by the league's mask rules. Last week against the Bills, Gruden was shown violating the NFL's coronavirus safety rules, requiring noses and mouths to be covered. But he's getting better. The other coaches were dinged, and their teams were docked $250,000 for shoddy mask compliance. They also learned their expensive lessons. The baseball executive featured in the movie Moneyball is coming to Wall Street. Billy Bean is co-chairman of Red Ball Acquisition, which has filed to raise $500 million in an initial public offering. The special purpose acquisition company intends to pursue deals in the sports, media, and analytics sectors with a focus on pro sports franchises. And that's a Bloomberg Business of Sports report. I'm Michael Barr. The COVID-19 pandemic continues to weigh on us all as it spreads across communities throughout the United States. With the spread comes worry, anxiety, and a feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. During times like these, it's easy to feel you have no control, while in reality, there is much we can do to protect ourselves, our families, our friends, all of us. Creating new habits takes practice, but good habits can help control this virus, and together we can slow the spread. Remember to wear a mask and keep six feet of space between yourself and others when you go out in public. Wash your hands often and stay home if you are sick. When you protect yourself, you protect us all. Together we can slow the spread. Go to cdcfoundation.org to learn more about ways to combat COVID-19. That's cdcfoundation.org to learn more. We're the stronger than we look type. I've had type 1 diabetes since I was 2. The braver than you think type. I have to take insulin shots every single day. The type that sees the odds and says they're meant to be overcome. The research JDRF is funding, it's life-changing. We're the plan for a cure type. Nigrom, I hope type 1 diabetes will be something I used to have. The closer than you think type. Things like the artificial pancreas, they aren't ideas. They're happening right now. The type that will stop at nothing. No more blood sugar tests. Absolutely nothing. No more insulin shots. Until type 1 becomes type none. Support JDRF, the world's largest funder of type 1 diabetes research. So one day you can say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Join us now at JDRF.org and spread the word. Hashtag type none. WTKI Talk. To hear a podcast of The Fred Holland Show, go to WTKIRadio.com. You know, we ought to just have a theme for Stump the Chump, you know? Well, I'm always Stumping these, the Chump here. These, I know it's collegiate, but that's as far as it goes. Well, man. you know, we got our Georgia Bulldogs down south, but Yale seem to have a Bulldog or two of their own up there as well. So, oh, so, yeah. so Peggy's a, a, a Yaley? Yeah, that New Haven connection there. All right. Uh, Peggy Little is a senior litigation counsel at New Civil Liberties Alliance, uh, and we're getting her take on um, on the, the, the hearings. Uh, you know, I, I see hearings and hear 
ring, I don't know which is proper, of uh, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. And uh, I, 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 I worry, Peggy, that, and, and I'm hoping people who don't even like her have all of a sudden gone, holy moly, this, I, I don't know if I like her or not, but she's pretty smart. Um, we have blurred the line so badly, which is why you guys are handling a lot of these cases where con- Congress has abdicated their responsibility. And we have these blurring of the lines. We, we do not want a judiciary branch that legislates, just like we don't want an administrative, the, the executive branch doing overreach, and we don't want Congress just sitting on their butts letting agencies do all the work we we've kind of we've we've made up this horrible porridge that we're now sadly having to deal with and i i I look at this questioning and i and i wonder if the american people get it do you well yes and um on more than one occasion um judge barrett I think focused uh, her answers in a way that I hope will educate the American people. When she says uh, to one of the questioners, that's your job, or this is what Congress should be doing, or I'm not hostile to any um, act that you pass. And um, so I think it's a very useful reminder that if Congress, A, does its job and doesn't try to delegate to uh, agencies uh, too much power, um, and B, it does it right. So it, it, when it crafts a statue, it does so within the um, demands of the Constitution. Um, she's not going to touch the thing. It's when the statute has, um, has gone beyond what Congress's powers are supposed to be that the courts then do need to step in. Um, and I think on more than one occasion, she really has reminded people that um, the, the Congress, that once they correctly pass a law, there's nothing a judge um, will do to um, undo that. But they need to do their job, and they need to do it right. You know, that, that, that's that's the big, you know, and, and I think this is so simple uh, on its face, right? It's it's not the job of the courts to fix government's mistakes, right? You got to, we have to live with them, right? If it's still constitutional and they screwed up, well, they just screwed up. They've got to fix it, Right. Exactly. And there's no reason why they can't. I mean, that, uh, there's a reason why they call the court the least dangerous branch, uh, because it has very limited powers in what it does. The most powerful branch, of course, is the legislature, and they have the ability to pass a perfectly legal um, uh, health care act, but they have to do it right, and they can't do it uh, under the guise of um, – uh, you know, other powers, which was what she had criticized, I think, correctly, Justice Roberts, for trying to save the statute by calling it a tax, which is just not honest. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but but if they do it right and they um, um, are careful to craft the statute within constitutional um, requirements, um, a court will uphold it for, for certain. You know, I was also pleased. Go ahead. See that um, Senator Ernst questioned her a little bit about agency power, and um, and she talked very intelligently about the uh, Chevron doctrine of deference to agencies, and that's encouraging to us that she is um, attuned to that issue, which is I think going to be a very big issue before the court over the next several decades. Explain, dig a little deeper on that for people who don't understand that one. Okay, so um, a number of doctrines have come down. They're called deference doctrines, and 
um, they um, the they all are essentially called Chevron deference, um, although there are distinct types. But what it means is that when an agency has acted against someone and it says, oh, well, this is how we interpret the statute or this is how we interpret our own regulation, um, exerting government power upon American citizens, Uh, this this really pernicious deference uh, practices has developed over the last several decades in which courts say, oh, okay, well, you're the government agency here. We we will defer to how you see your powers. That is a complete abdication of the judicial power. When two parties go before a judge, the judge is not supposed to be tipping the scales on behalf of either side. They take an oath not to do that. And what the deference doctrines do is they um, tell a judge, oh, it's okay to let the agency, you know, run amok and read its powers very broadly or read its own regulations very broadly or worse, sometimes regulate through guidance, which isn't even a properly passed um, regulation. And, and the courts will defer to that kind of abuse of administrative power. Um, one of the things we do is uh, we try to choose cases where that um, tipping of the scales is, is going on and, and go into court and challenge it. And, and on a constitutional basis, this is the, the judicial branch deferring um, to one of the parties before it, which it should never do. A court knows how to read a statute, not just as well as, but better than an agency, because it doesn't have an interest in it. You know, it's, a, it's so. the court's already done some. The, the Supreme Court has already done something really odd, and it, it caught me. And I don't know if you looked at it the same way, because again, I'm not a lawyer. But, but we had this case where it was Arizona and California, and they were arguing over a guy sold his business, and uh, and the Supreme Court punted. And I went, wait a minute, that's what the Supreme Court's supposed to do: settle disputes between states. Did I miss something yeah. there? <laughs> no, and, and and it is frustrating because that it, it, that's the only place you can settle uh, disputes between states um, is at the Supreme Court. It, the court has original jurisdiction for that, um, and so it's not something. Yeah, I'm not familiar with a particular case, but it's not something the court. Ought to punch, in my opinion. Yeah, it was it was weird. It was like, well, they send it back and say, well, you guys figure it out. And I'm going, well, wait a minute. What's the Supreme Court for? <laughs> it was weird. Um, and, yeah, there are probably other pieces, but it just kind of struck me, and it did some other people that I read as well. Um, what? She's obviously going to get confirmed here unless there's some just weird something happens. Uh, she's. I, I wouldn't even be shocked if she gets some Democrat votes. Would that? Or do you think that's even possible? I. I look. I think of Joe Manchin might go. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, 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 I think he, she might get some other votes. What do you think? I think he might. Yes. I think there is though um, a pretty um, collective uh, resentment of the fact that the uh, vacancy arose when it did, which is no fault of anyone. Um, and I had a great deal of respect for Justice Ginsburg. Uh, one of the things that people forget is she was considered a moderate when she was appointed. And on many questions of law, she was actually quite uh, conservative in terms of 
holding people to their contractual duties, understanding jurisdiction very closely. Uh, Justice Scalia once said she was one of the best um, procedural judges that the court ever had. So, um, you know, there's a lot in her legacy to admire. But, but the vacancy arose. I think this um, business that this is somehow an illegitimate process is uh not true. We all know that the Democrats in the same position would be doing exactly the same thing. Oh, you bet. And um, <laughs> if not faster. Yeah, but really faster. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're, we're slaves of the clock here. Uh, people want to follow what sure. you're doing. And you guys are doing great work. Where do they find you guys, Peggy? They can find us at um, www.nclalegal.org. And we have all kinds of press releases, blog posts, videos, and other um, uh, material of interest. All right. Hey, we appreciate your uh, – look, I'm really impressed, I'm, I'm, and, and I'm glad you're impressed, because I, 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 the more I hear her, the more I go, wow, she's got to be on the court. Peggy Little, uh, Senior when I, Litigation when Counsel. I read her opinion. This morning, America's First News with Gordon Deal. News, humor, and expert analysis. Early mornings, 4 to 6, on WTKI Talk. We haven't picked up anything new accident-wise. Had a couple, 53 in Shady Grove and Indicator. Highway 20 in Iverson, both of those should be about wrapped up. And we're getting some reports of some fog. Snelling has openings for bookkeepers with strong QuickBooks and Excel experience. Huntsville.snelling.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Jordan Lane Popeye Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. Private health care is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. For decades, Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center has been taking care of our personal and company vehicles. And I've mentioned this many times. Bob shoots you straight. What kept me coming back all those years was the things Bob said we didn't need yet. And we did need a major repair. Bob was reasonable. Another thing from Davies Auto Service Center you're not going to get from other auto repair shops? One-year warranty on parts and labor. You like what you drive. You want to keep it on the road. Maybe you're shooting for that mileage milestone. And besides, it's cheaper than a car payment. So call Bob Davies at Davies Auto Service Center, the Blue Building, 10th Avenue and Triana Boulevard, between Bob Wallace and Governor's Drive in Huntsville. Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. That's Davies Auto Service Center, 256-534-2704. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. Got to do what we got to do, helping the people that are that did lose their jobs and lost their income, and now they don't have money for their food. It feels good to be out there to assist our community with what we're dealing with. It's what you sign up for as a soldier. We will not rest 
until the mission is complete. Each one of these soldiers, once they received the call, they understood that all hands were on deck. This goes to the core of what citizen soldiers do. We are your Army National Guard. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Always ready, always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Alabama Army National Guard. Aired by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. If you haven't already, you'll soon be putting away your mower for the winter. I'm Danny Lipford with tip for today's homeowner. Stay tuned and we'll talk about how to winterize it right after this. Tight Bond Radio Spot, take one. In a world where adhesion is king. What? One brand. Wait a minute, is your script sticking all kinds of amazing things together? That's true, but... uh... It's the greatest innovation since nuclear fusion. Now remember, this is for Tight Bond. Oh, right. Tight Bond. No hype, no gimmicks. Just reliable adhesives from a trusted source for generations. This time of year, most of us are relieved to be done with some of our weekly warm weather chores like mowing the grass. But if you forget to winterize your mower before parking it for the season, you may have to pay the price with startup problems when spring rolls around. Here are a few simple tips to prepare your mower for its long winter nap. First, completely drain the tank of fuel and then start the engine and run it until the carburetor is completely dry. If this isn't possible, at least add a fuel stabilizer to the tank to keep the gas from gumming up the works. Clean any debris out from under the deck and store the mower in a dry place for winter. And remember, always use fresh gas when you start the engine next spring. I'm Danny Lippert with tips for today's homeowner. answers your lawn and garden questions Saturday mornings at 10 with lawns, gardens, and stuff. Hi, this is Ken Creel. Join me Saturday mornings. We'll talk about gardening, pest management, landscaping, and whatever else you want to talk about. Tune in and call with your questions or comments. See you there, and until then, happy gardening. Lawns, gardens, and stuff. Saturday mornings at 10 on WTKI Talk. New message. Department of the Social Security Administration. The reason of this call is to inform you that your Social Security number has been suspended for suspicion of illegal activity. If you do not contact us immediately, your account will be deactivated. For more information about this case file, press 1 or call immediately our department number. This is a scam. Thieves are misusing the Social Security Administration's authority and phone schemes to trick you into giving them money or personal information. They state there is a problem with your Social Security number or account. They claim there's been suspicious or fraudulent activity, and you could be arrested or face other legal action. They even spoof SSA's main customer service telephone number on caller ID. Don't believe them. Don't provide any information. SSA employees will never threaten you for information or promise benefits in exchange for information. In those cases, the call is fraudulent. Just hang up. If you suspect you've been contacted by an SSA scammer, call the Social Security Fraud Hotline at 1-800-269-0271. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Julie. Huh? Julie. The official healthcare provider for our mascot, Tiki, is Catisfaction Cat Clinic in Madison. WTKI Talk. It's hump day. Yep, sure is. Uh, my fumes are on fumes because of the uh, the Titans-Bills game last night. 
was a drive home, too. Well, actually, Mrs. Hollander, which helped. Uh, for big rebates and uh, low payments on a new Lennox Home Comfort System, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning, 256-852-8825, uh, Alabama certification number 83073. If you are looking for a good forecast, or if you're bored with this one, I'm sorry. Uh, we have sunshine today, sunshine tomorrow. We get a little rain chance uh, Thursday night into Friday, and then a great-looking weekend the rest of the way, and a bit cooler, and they're still talking about 41 for a low for Friday night. Uh, we've warmed up a bit. Uh, we're at 49. Uh, Joseph Boland is vice president of Mission for Catholic Extension. Uh, and there's a demonstration of unity, 2,000-mile active prayer along the U.S.-Mexico border to support pr- children seeking asylum uh, at the south border. Um, Joseph, welcome. I don't blame people for wanting to come here, but we've got a mess down there. What do we do? Yes, uh, Fred, thank you for having me. You know, uh, we're um, we're a papal society here in the United States, uh, and Pope Francis, who is um, really our boss, has been talking about migration as not just a concern for the United States, but a global problem. And it's one of central importance, uh, especially for countries like ourselves, the United States. Um, uh, and, and it's something that we should pay attention to as a, as a human concern. And so we have, uh, as an organization for the past 115 years, believe it or not, been working with faith communities across the U.S.-Mexico border who are really on the front lines of this issue and really the ones that we pay attention to in terms of, of uh, giving us an indication of what's the reality uh, down there. And so they invited us, and we were so honored um, to help organize with them to lift our voices up in, in prayer and song on behalf of vulnerable populations who um, are at the southern border, uh, really just a stone's throw away from, from many of these communities we work with, um, to, to let them know that they're not forgotten, that their plight is not something that is um, out of sight, out of mind for us as a faith community, and that um, their troubles and their um, search for justice, security, and safety is, is our concern as well. But, you know, this is a complicated thing, right? I mean, I, I, as much as we want to be welcoming, we have to have some kind of orderly thing. And, and some people would call what's happening, even with the children that are that are being sent over by themselves, which is why any parent would put their child in the hands of somebody who might end up having them be doing horrible things or slave labor or sex trade or whatever it is. I mean, there's so many multiple things. Things going on, um, but we for for years now, for I guess centuries, we've tried to fix some of these countries to the south. I don't know how we do it, but maybe through some foreign policy. But but a lot of this has to do with the the, the situations that have been created uh, that make them want to come here. And then of course, you know, we have people making money bringing them here, right? I mean, it's multi-layered, right? Yeah, it it is, and. Um you mentioned an important word, order, and, and I think that is uh, kind of a, a key word, one that the church looks at, too. And, and what we see is happening in terms of our policy right now, it's creating more disorder rather than order. And you, you, meant, you, you said it correctly. The root of the problem is truly what these folks are, are, are uh, fleeing. You know, many people think of migrants as somehow these opportunists. They're really not. They are being forced. These are displaced people who have nowhere else to go. They've often tried to migrate within their own country to find safety, couldn't find it. They tried to migrate maybe to a neighboring country 
couldn't find safety there. And finally, they realized that they weren't going to find safety until they came up to to a country uh, like the United States. And the people that I've met, and I've worked for years with migrants, you know, I've I've met people who have been stabbed and shot. I've, I've met women who have been uh, raped and kidnapped and extorted. I mean, their stories are absolutely horrific. And what we need as a country, and this is what the Catholic Church is calling for, is an orderly way in which we can grant safety to these people um, to to uh, give them an opportunity to find that security and that hope that they're looking for, knowing that this is a global problem and knowing that this is not an issue that just the United States is confronting, but countries around the world are called upon um, to, to, to make a response to what is this global phenomenon. But you know, I, I I go back to this. I don't want to sound cruel when I say this, but I have a I have a friend who migrated from Mexico, uh, came here as a as a CPA, spent ten years studying to become an American citizen, and and a year and a half ago she became an American citizen. If you can just yes. walk over and get the same privilege, I mean, we've, we've got to have, I understand the human tragedy of this, but within the order of things, we, we've got to not be slapping people in the face who've done this the right way. How, how do we, yes. and everybody's dug in. I, I don't know how we resolve this. Yeah. No, I'm so glad you made that point, and I think that's part of what we're trying to do here to raise uh, awareness for this. Um, there is a legal process that these folks have been trying to get into, that's what they've been barred from, is that there, there exists a legal process that they would willingly follow, and that's what we've kind of created a, a narrow gate for, if you will, for people to actually do that, and they want to do that. Um, these are folks who are not looking to come to, uh, you know, try to do it um, as the way you described them, and they want to come and do it the right way. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's exactly what we are trying to raise awareness for at this border event, which is going to take place next month. Or, I'm sorry, next week, um, October the 21st at 1 p.m. Central for some of these people to actually share their stories and talk about the reality they've lived, but also the orderly legal process that they want to enter into, that they've been barred from entering into uh, at the southern border. I'm a little confused here, and look, I don't know no immigration law at all. I mean, I just understand, you know, what I read. But as I understand it, you can, you can seek asylum at any U.S. consulate or embassy in your own country, can you not? Um, there are different laws in different countries. There is a law that uh, when people come to this country, and it's been in existence for many years, that they would be able to declare themselves as a uh, asylum-seeking applicant at a U.S. Um, you know uh, border, and that they would enter into a legal process. Not guaranteed. They'd go through a judicial process. Their case would be reviewed. The merits of their case would be reviewed. Uh, oftentimes, they're paroled with an ankle bracelet, so it's not as, as if they're you know just released into the country without any kind of um, surveillance. And in terms of what happens in other countries, well, oftentimes they're coming from countries that are very corrupt and, you know, where their own country can't uh, protect them. And that's certainly the case in northern Mexico as well. And that's part of what we're trying to shine a light on in this event next week where we're enjoying, uh, asking people to join us is to see what, what it's like, this remain in Mexico policy, which we have, uh, which, which is not, has not really been a solution to the humanitarian issue that many of these families, many of these children um, are facing. But, you know, Joseph, I go back to this problem. We're being overwhelmed. 
we're already overwhelmed, which is why we're we're in in some of these cases making them stay on the other side of the border. We can't handle the influx. Um, yeah. and, and, and I know you say this is worldwide because I know it's happening and it has happened in Europe. I mean, Germany almost isn't Germany anymore. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we have weird, uh, Italy is Italy in the, in the Pope's own backyard. Italy isn't quite Italy anymore. Um, the Chinese have moved in there. Um, but we're having, we're being almost invaded. And I, and I don't, I, I understand compassion. But we, we, we mm-hmm. also have to get back to having some kind of control of this. And I, and I know, yes. I, I, I'll bet you there are encyclopedias we could write about the, the tragic stories of these people. I just don't know how we get to the next level. I just don't quite understand yeah. how we get there. Well, I don't know that we're being invaded or uh, overwhelmed. In fact, we're taking in the smallest amount of refugees and migrants than we ever have uh, ever in our history. And there's a debate to be had about what's the right number. Um, but certainly zero is, is, is not the number. Um, and we as a country, as the United States, and I'm a proud American, I'm a proud Catholic, you know, um, we, we do have to do our part um, to, to respond to this, to this global crisis. Um, and, and that's what we're trying to shine a light on. All right. Hey, can you hang on? I'm going to give you one more segment here so you can tell people where to find you guys. Can you hang on? Uh, I, yes. All right. Joseph uh, Boland joins us. One more coming up. I'm Mike Gallagher, the happy conservative warrior. Join me weekday mornings from 8 to 11. <laughs> Let's fight liberal lunacy together on WTKI. Got a report of a wreck with entrapment coming out of Limestone County, 72 near East Limestone Road. Got a wreck on I-65 southbound at the 318 vehicle off the road. Turns out it's an old accident. Have you ever tasted Popeye's ghost pepper wings? You get six of the wings and a biscuit for $4.99. Popeye's University in Jordan, 72 in Jeff and North Parkway. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye's North Parkway Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. (laughs) The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. (laughs) So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-626-4910. That's 800-626-4910. 800-626-4910. Were you born from 1945 to 1965? People born during these years are five times more likely to have hepatitis C, but most people don't know they are infected. So even if you try to eat right, exercise, and take care of yourself, 
you can still have hepatitis C, a serious liver disease that often has no symptoms. In fact, people can live with hepatitis C for decades without feeling or looking sick. But over time, hepatitis C can cause serious health problems, including liver damage, liver failure, or even liver cancer. Getting tested is the only way to know if you're infected with hepatitis C. That's why the CDC recommends everyone born from 1945 to 1965 get a blood test for hepatitis C. Treatments are available that can cure this disease. So talk to your doctor about getting tested. It could save your life. A message from the CDC. Our customers trust us to take them to the next level in business process automation. Lyosi Group President Nick Lyosi. Our next level team researches real solutions, human resource, digital signage, and workflow software. For our customers, the return on investment is immediate. Our team holds your hand through the transition and stays with you. Doing the right thing. Drake Avenue and at lyosigroup.com. It's not all rocket science. 1450 AM and 105.3 FM, WTKI Talk. Joseph Bolin is vice president of Mission for Catholic Extension. Uh, most of his uh, career involved in casework, in particular uh, uh, working in Puerto Rico, devastated by a hurricane uh, not too long ago, and uh, seems to be a target for those. Uh, also uh, talking about this issue on the southern border. where uh, And Joseph, I look, I... I these asylum seekers and the fact that we have isn't this an interesting conundrum here because for a country that's evil that's racist that has that has no opportunity for anybody we have people who will risk their lives to get here there's got to be something good going on here right (laughs) Oh, oh absolutely you know and um i think it it is an amazing thing as, as an american when you meet, when I've met, as I have over the years, thousands of, of migrants, and when you hear their stories and you hear them talk about America, um, they, they understand the, the, the gift of this country. And even people who have been sent back, I, I kid you not, I have been told this, people who have been sent back um, talk about their experience in dealing with many, many faith communities that we work with who have supported them, helped them, oriented them. And, you know, they go back um, and they've, they've told some of their, their faith leaders, you know, th- those folks up there up north, they've, they've, they've been good uh, to us. You know, not everybody's experienced that. Obviously, there's, there's uh, you know, abuses and things like that that, that people endure. But, but by and large, yeah, we're, we're talking about um, this is something to be proud of. America has created a, a country that by and large has has security, has economic opportunity, and and people are are aware of that, and and we have been blessed, and I think that's what we as a faith community, what Pope Francis has been talking about, is how can we do our part, as you know, as a country, as a faith community, to reach out to people that are in absolutely desperate um, situations, and I I don't think the mandate is have open borders, you can't be a sovereign nation, and you have to take every migrant in the world. That's not what he's talking about. 
but we've got to figure out what our part yeah. to play is. And, I, and it's a lot more complicated. Than, uh, boy, if we could solve it, we could do it today, right? <laughs> hey, all right. Exactly. So uh, the, the March, uh, March for, for, of the children, uh, tell us a little bit about where to find your organization if they want to, and they can contribute, they can help out. What do they do? Yeah, um, they can go to catholicextension.org slash children. That's catholicextension.org slash children. And they can uh, actually join us for this live stream event on October 21st at 1 p.m. Central. And they can find out more about some of the organizations that we're privileged to work with and support along the U.S.-Mexico border. All right, Joseph, we appreciate it. Uh, much success. I, look, we'll, we'll hopefully we figure this out. Good Lord. <laughs> A pro at playing with the pussycat and keeping you informed. He really is talented. Fred Holland on WTKI Talk. Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox Business Report. Insure United Health Group is reporting a stronger than expected summer quarter. United Health is also raising its forecast for the year. Healthcare IT company All Scripts Healthcare Solutions is selling its Careport patient care business to Wellsky Corporation for $1.3 billion. People are still eating at home and ordering food for delivery. Just Eat Takeaway, the parent company of Grubhub, is reporting another surge in online orders in the summer quarter. Its business jumped 46% in in the quarter ending in September compared with a year ago. Just Eat is based in Amsterdam. Analysts say its investment in the business is already paying off. You could own a piece of security software company McAfee. It's making plans to go public. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Ginny Cosola. Invested in you. Customers, students, and staff expect a new level of clean. Cintas has the essential products and services to help you carry out cleaning protocols effectively. Cintas performs surface sanitizer and disinfectant spray services to common touch points, installs and refills touchless hand sanitizer dispensers, and provides commercial laundry services to help minimize employee exposure. Give everyone the confidence they need to keep coming back. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Just got a wreck in Morgan County in Decatur, 2400 block of Highway 20. That puts it near Kim Strand. That one is being reported as an injury time. Are you tired of the mask and hose? Dr. Sandman is offering $500 off the sum that is insurance approved and easy to use for sleep apnea and for snoring. 350-CARE or RandallSandlin.com. I'm Captain Nick in the Popeye 72 and Jeff Skywatch Traffic Center on WTKI Talk. One of the things about the humidor is it's probably got the greatest variety of any tobacco shop in Huntsville. I come down here because the variety of accessibility of the different types of cigars that they have. Great selection of cigars, and they have the best selection of cigars around at a good price. Buy it, smoke it here, hang out with the guys. Great pipe selection, great tobacco selection. They do a great job of taking care of the customer, and that's what counts. The Humidor Pipe Shop, Memorial Parkway Southwest. Now open Sundays, noon to 6. Only in the forest can you see this. And this. And this. But nothing beats the moment you see that. That's your child's eyes opening up to a world of possibilities. I didn't know it could do that! Because one trip to the forest can spark a world of difference. 
There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, canoeing, fishing, or camping. Or create your own adventure with family and friends, and you might just see this. Your moment's out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. North Alabama radio station with a real live mascot. You're cat person, Daryl. You got a point? We're just chatting. WTKI Talk. That was a funny show, and it's still around. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Uh, I, kind of, I called it about midway through its run, but uh, Charlie Sheen was top of his game. Yeah, before the big crash. The Tiger Blood came All along. All right, so Berta has left us. Yeah. Uh, two primetime Emmy Awards uh, nominations and uh, for for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series in uh, 2000 and 2007. Uh, Conchata Farrell? Yeah, that's her. Is her name? A long yeah. list. She started way back in the 70s at all the shows you can imagine, Maud and Hot L Baltimore, if you remember that one. Yeah, that was, that was, know, that that was, was short-lived. Was yeah, but it was good, good times, yeah. one day at a time, Love Boat, did them all back in the day. All right. BJ uh, and the Bear, everybody wanted to be on that show. Conchata Galen Farrell, mm-hmm. uh, dead at the age of 77. Uh, cardiac arrest, by the way. No, uh, funny, no. no mention of uh, COVID on this no. one. Uh, a Marshall University alum, no, no Yeah, no she less. was a pretty smart cookie and uh, uh, had that biting... Uh, uh, temper at times, but her her comedic uh, timing uh, as a housekeeper on Two and a Half Men was awesome. You know, it, it it's those supporting characters that kind of they're the yeah. glue that that you know the the big stars don't always make it work. It's these other people that that make it happen. Those supporting players and are that's uh, that they're holding you up. Yeah, right? you know, and you know Charlie Sheen made a buttload of money uh, on that show, but uh, the others did too. So it was very successful. Now. When Charlie died on the show, uh, Ashton Kutcher come along, and he took his place. He was pretty good too. Then it started ta- taking yeah. a downturn. You know, it's it's kind of like it, it happened. Every one of them, even Mash, wasn't the same when uh, when when they made the change at. Uh, well, Alan Alda stayed, but who yeah. left? Uh, well, Wayne Rogers Wayne as Rogers. Trapper. He yeah. was there for two years, and he felt like that uh, Hawkeye was getting all the great lines, which he was. Which he was. And uh, so he went off and made a boatload he, of money. Yeah, he did his own. Guy. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, Mike Farrell came along and finished it up as uh, as uh, his sidekick there in the swamp. So it, it just a great yeah, show too. You know, but again, you start making staff, staff changes or cast yeah. changes, as they say. Sometimes you and, shoot yourself in the you, foot. You know, Gary Berghoff was the only one that played in the movie and in the series from that, that whole amazing. crop of folks. And, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. For big rebates and low payments on a new Linux home comfort system, call All Weather Heating and Air Conditioning, 256-852-8825. Alabama certification number 83073. Um, well, look, the, the, the weather is just, what can I tell you, 81 today, 80 tomorrow. Uh, sunshine today and tomorrow, 20% chance of showers as we get into tomorrow night into Friday. And then we're right back to clear overnights and sunshine for the weekend. Uh, in that 41, they're calling for for a low for uh, for Friday night. 
Yeah. All right. So we've got weird things going on. Uh, the Florida Gators have been struck by the by the covid. Um, this game is not canceled with LSU, is it? Not Everything's yet. on hold. From what I'm reading. They will evaluate apparently later today what's going to happen. Now, in a related story, uh, the LSU Tigers um, could be hosting the Saints, and I'm guessing because of the size of the Louisiana Super Superdome, uh, it, it is it is unlikely that they wish to play with many fans in that building with the circulation of the air. Is that uh, going to an outdoor stadium? Yep. They're talking about moving the home games for the Saints to Baton Rouge. Yeah, the interesting open air Death Valley down there that that'll help matters uh, obviously. And I, I don't know. I guess they have a statewide mandate in Louisiana for uh, a certain number of fans per venue and all that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, uh, Florida, who's put things on hold, uh, Mullen, he wants to fill that swamp up with, with fans. He, yeah, he, you know. he wants them. They need them after <laughs> this loss oh to my A&M. Gosh, please, Good Lord. bring them back, please. All right. Hey, the tomahawk, tomahawk chalk, chop. Yeah, all that, what Boy, you tried to say. Whatever I Time yeah, for a nap. told you my fumes were on fumes. Braves. Almost gave it away, but they lead the NLCS two games to none, and we got a got a Buckhorn Buck starting. Uh, All right tonight. Yeah. Yep. Or could could make it three and zero. Yeah. We'll see. Dennis Prager this morning at eleven on WTKI Talk. It's the happy, 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 happy hour. It's the happy, 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 happy Arigato. Yeah. My friends, every week we bring you the happiness hour because the happy make the world better and the unhappy make the world worse. And that is a fact. They make it worse in the micro and they make it worse in the macro. The happy make it better in the micro and better in the macro. I prefer to be with happy people in the elevator. That is correct. Even in the elevator. Dennis Prager, weekday mornings at 11 on Talk Radio for the rest of us. WTKI Talk. Tradition at Stanley's is a little something different for everybody. The meatball, ham and Swiss, the pizza sub, steak combo, turkey, tuna subs, Italian cold cut, vegetarian, the kitchen sink. Hot or cold, they all have one thing in common. Fresh baked bread. And don't forget those great sides, fried green tomatoes, mushrooms, cheese sticks, onion rings, and fries. Huntsville's original sub, Stanlio's, Jordan Lane and Holmes Avenue, and Governor's Drive, just west of First Baptist Church. Like Stanlio's on Facebook and receive special offers. Celebrating capitalism and freedom 24 hours a day. WTKI Talk, 1450 AM and 105.5 FM. Hello, 